We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rise. Three Santa Rosa residents have been charged with supplying the fentanyl that led to the deaths of a father and his baby. KCBS's Margie Schaefer reports from San Francisco where the drugs are purchased in the Tenderloin. U.S. Attorney David Anderson announced the charges of the distribution of fentanyl resulting in death against Santa Rosa residents 29-year-old Liana Zamora, 32-year-old Lindsay Williams, and 26-year-old Shane Craddy. It is an astonishing feat, in my experience, for these officers agents and prosecutors to have brought federal charges of distribution of drugs resulting in death in less than three months. Santa Rosa police and the DEA investigated the crimes. Special agent in charge Kurt Fallon said there are few tragedies worse than the death of a toddler. Patrick O'Neill and his 13-month-old son Liam Savoy Neal died from fentanyl overdoses in Santa Rosa. In this instance we believe that fentanyl was sold in the tenderloin and made its way to Santa Rosa. A $125 drug transaction led to the untimely deaths of a father and a son. The federal initiative for the Tenderloin, known as FIT, will continue targeting the area. The U.S. attorney said much of the illegal fentanyl comes from south of the border, Mexico and beyond. In San Francisco, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Five years and $140 million later, a four-mile-long widening project along the heavily congested Highway 101 in Sonoma County is now complete. KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub reports from a ribbon-cutting ceremony in Petaluma. The new highway replaces a four-lane road built in the 1950s, which oftentimes flooded and had to be closed down and was the scene of terrible accidents. Now it has carpool lanes, wide shoulders, and a parallel bicycle pathway. Novato City Councilmember Eric Luca. The only bicycle access through this area was either riding on the shoulder of the freeway or about a four-mile detour. The four-mile-long widening is just part of a 17-mile project linking Marin and Sonoma counties. Project manager Wajahad Nia. This is one of the most congested corridors in the, in the region. Obviously, to address the full congestion problem, we have to complete the whole corridor. This is just a piece of it. But even with this piece, we, we hope to see some improvement. The final segment linking Novato to the Sonoma County border could be completed by 2023. In Petaluma, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. University of California is facing a pair of lawsuits over its admission policy. KCBS's Scott Letiri says the suits allege bias against minority students. At issue is the requirements for potential UC students to take the SAT and or the ACT tests, which the suit alleges discriminates against the least privileged students. Students from underrepresented minorities, students with disabilities, and students with less access to wealth. Amanda Savage is with the advocacy group Public Counsel that filed the lawsuits. We think that it is absolutely not only improper policy, but also simply unlawful under both the California Constitution and California anti-discrimination statutes for UC officials to require all students to submit these test scores in order to be considered for admission. The suits were filed on behalf of the Compton Unified School District, four students and six community groups. 
Many institutions of higher learning have already eliminated the tests for admission in recent years after studies found that oftentimes underprivileged students do not have the same access to information that is tested in more privileged individuals. The University of California has issued a statement that expressed disappointment with the lawsuits, saying they have a task force that will provide recommendations about the entrance exams by the end of the year. Scott Letiri, KCBS. Even in the damp San Francisco weather, they say it was worth the wait. KCBS reporter Tim Ryan tells us hundreds of homeless men and women lined up for all sorts of services today at the Bill Graham Civic Center. Well, that's a great picture of just how badly these people need these services. Two and a half hours early in a light rain, and these people began to line up on Larkin Street to get inside and get a hold of these services for vision, dental, clothing, housing, mental health care. The list just goes on and on. Ian was hoping for help finding his missing daughter, plus... Being kind of visually impaired and so forth, you know, I've been trying to rely on them for glasses and uh, uh, other uh, other just disability needs, and it's difficult. Retired optician Kaylin Hyman of Sonoma, one of several hundred volunteering their time. All skilled optical professionals. Uh, we have pre-testing, we do eye exams, and then we do frame selections. You know, people are really compromised on the street if they can't see. Project Homeless Connect serving more than 6,000 people over the past year. In San Francisco, Tim Ryan, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.